Hello, and you are tuned in to another segment of Women Who Boss Up. This is where I have conversations with women who rise above and become bosses. These women have a sense of confidence and awareness about where they stand in this world. They handle their business and authentically love what they do. Now, my guest today is Aye. She is also known as the flavor creator and owner. She is the founder of Sticky Spoons Jam. How are you today? I'm doing very well, thank you. Now, IA has the ability to pair various Michigan fruits to create unique flavors like Lunar Eclipse, Summer Solstice, Hashtag Smile, Winter Jelly, and over 100 others, which has earned her the moniker, the Crazy Jam Lady. Now, we're going to talk about that later because I'm curious to know. Now, in the summer, you can find her at local farms chatting with farmers about fruits or at local farmers markets selling her unique or traditional flavors of jams and jellies and maple syrup. She is also known for teaming up with Niles businesses to create products such as beer for the Niles Brewing Company, hamburgers for Iron Shoe Distillery, and tea sandwiches for Apotheca Teas. Prior to founding Sticky Spoons, IA was a third-class petty officer engineman in the United States Navy, and we're going to talk more about that as well. So, IA, tell me, how was life growing up for you? Well, I grew up in Nigeria, so I lived in a city there, but I got to visit with my family who lived in rural areas, and that was kind of fun. Grew up with my brothers, so there's some sort of freedom in roaming because we lived on a nice property, and we did a lot of crazy things my mother will never find out about, like jumping off the roof of the house. Sounds like fun. It was a lot of fun. Um, You could say I was a tomboy, still am, very comfortable in my jeans and sneakers, but um, having siblings definitely challenged you but also makes for an enjoyable childhood. I bet. Now how many siblings did you have and where did you fall? There's four of us, three boys and myself and I was number two. Number two. So did your brothers, I I understand the tomboy now because you had to keep up with the brothers and make sure you were as tough as nails like them. Yes and also I could not be princess because uh, when you grow up with boys you have to challenge them a little bit too. Okay and I'm sure you did your job. Uh, very, very well. Good. Okay. Now, also, you were in the United States Navy. Tell us about that experience. Definitely a very, very interesting experience when you join the military service, especially for the United States. In the Navy, I was an engine man. Um, I joined without being able to swim. Yes, it's very, very interesting because you still have to pass a swim class through boot camp. But I learned to swim while I was in boot camp. And as an engine man, I got to work on engines that powered military ships or that powered warships, as most of us would call them. I was stationed in Japan. I got to see Asia a lot. Thailand, delicious food. Singapore, amazing cuisine. And I rode on the back of an elephant, something I would never have experienced anywhere else. So you had a lot of great experiences just by being a part of the United States Navy. Yes, I highly recommend service for those who are kind of floundering on what they would like to do. Okay, very good. Thanks for sharing that. So if you want to have great experiences and uh, visit different cultures and ride on elephants and things you've never done before, look into one of the military forces for the United States. That's correct. Okay. Challenge yourself and get to have some unique experiences at the same time. I do have a question for you. So being in the military, were there were there any barriers that you had to overcome? Apart from not being able to swim, <laughs> that one was quite interesting because when you go through swim test, uh, you have to jump off a high dive. So when you fail that 
part of the test, you then have to learn how to swim. And you do something called the dead man's float, which means you keep your face in the water for one minute without moving. That is challenging. That is scary. But once you pass that, you realize that you can accomplish so much. Okay. Interesting. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. So now let's talk about this jam business of yours. How did you know you had the right idea? Tell me more. What made you want to go into the jam business? I started by making baby food. I knew I didn't want to feed my son anything that was on the shelf. So I started pureeing all kinds of fruits and vegetables together for him. And once he got to the age where it was time to try a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, a classic in most American homes, right. I decided to make jam. Let's just say the first few tries, I made a lot of syrup. So that year, we had a lot of strawberry syrup and some strawberry jam. After you make strawberry jam, it's like, okay, there's other, there are other fruits out there. What else can I make? So I made blackberry, black raspberry. Before I knew it, I started with cherry lime, then peach mango. And what started as maybe five flavors turned into 15, turned into 60. And as at last count, I think I'm at 165. That's a lot of That flavors. I have made in six years. And I checked my phone where I keep log of all the ones I would like to make. And I have 90 flavors on my phone that I still have not made. Get out of here. Wow. So we're going to talk more about the flavors and how you create these flavors. But I want to know how you came up with the name Sticky Spoons. Sticky Spoons was given to me by my neighbor, Jenny. We sat down for dinner one day and I said, Jenny, I can't come up with a name. I keep thinking, you know, jam this or jam that. We be jamming. Somebody else already owned that name in Michigan. And she said, how about Sticky Spoons? It's something that happens when you make jam. You always get sticky spoons. You test the jam with a spoon, which becomes sticky. And we're like, great, write that down. Looked it up on the Michigan website. It was available. So I registered it. And there you have it. Okay. Now, tell me what a typical day is for you. So like, what's the process? How long does it take to make jam? Some days go about 12 hours. So we start at about 9 o'clock. I have sometimes three or four people who come to work for me on those days. We start by picking up fruit. So go to the local strawberry farm, pick up fruit at 9, come home, wash, haul, peel, shred, whatever we're doing with the fruit, and then we start cooking. There's always music playing because you have to enjoy being together. There's always music playing. We make as many jars as we can in one day between cooking it, canning it, drying it. Then the next day, after about eight hours of cooking and prepping and cleaning, the next day we have to wash every single jar and then label it. Our record is 536 jars produced in an eight hour period. That's a lot. Yes, that was the day we made strawberry, strawberry banana, pineapple, and strawberry lemonade jam. Now, would those be your most popular? Our best seller of all time is our apple pie jam. Apple pie. Followed by strawberry banana, pineapple, blueberry lavender, and peach mango because you can add tequila to our peach mango. Ooh, that sounds yummy. I'm going to have to get that one. Now, the blueberry lavender is good. That's one of my go-tos. Okay, so when you're processing this, you say we. Is this family and friends? I have about seven people who work for me. They're local people that I've had with me for about four years now. And a lot of times I put my kids to work. My sons like the process of working with fruit. So especially when it comes to pitting cherries, they like the constant pounding of the cherry pitter. So that's their job. Ah. I bet that sounds fun. 
Now, you mentioned you currently have 165 flavors. You have 95 flavors in your phone. So who comes up with the flavors? Is it just you? Is it family members? Is it friends? Is it is it customers to say, man, have you thought about making this flavor of jam? A lot of them come from me just looking at drinks out there. Um, we like to make our jams so they're versatile. Of course, the first choice for us is what liquor can we add to it? So our peach mango came from the thought of, hmm, tequila. What can I make to go with tequila? So we made peach mango. Uh, some of the flavors are just pies. So I started with an apple pie jam and I thought, well, everyone likes cherry pie. So I made a cherry pie jam. We tried blueberry pie one year and it wasn't a hit. So it hasn't been made in five years. And then we tried pear pie thinking, well, we've made apple pie. Somebody may like pear pie. And it was a hit and we can't seem to make enough of it for people. But a lot of the flavors come from me just thinking, what else can I do? What can I make? Or... A recipe comes across my face like a pie, a drink. What else do people make with fruit? And then I turn it into a jam. Very good. Thanks for sharing that. Now, what is your favorite aspect of being an entrepreneur? I know right now you're doing sticky spoons on a part-time basis because you work full-time. Do you plan on going full-time? Yes. Uh, We're in the process of building our own commercial kitchen where we can produce all day versus during my vacation time or my Saturdays and Sundays or nighttime. And that would allow us to sell on store shelves right now because we make it in my home. We're not allowed to sell on store shelves according to Michigan's cottage food law. So for me, entrepreneurship is about bringing joy to people. So when you make something and somebody else gets to enjoy it, there's a part of you that does a little jig because now you've brought pleasure to someone else. Through my entrepreneurship journey, of course, I've been able to give back to my community and that's a big part of what we do every year. Okay, you say you give back. So tell me, how do you give back? We do four things. We start with our Share the Love food program every Valentine's Day weekend. We give you a jar of jam in exchange for 10 canned goods donated to one of our local food banks. We do a whole collection for about four hours at Apothecaries, and people show up. We've gotten a lot of stuff. I believe in the last four years, we've probably collected 2,000 pounds of food that have been donated. We do birthday fundraisers. So for my birthday, I wear a crown. I'm the birthday queen. You just bring me canned goods or you could buy me a drink that day. I don't mind. And we collect a lot of stuff through that too. We also have our kindness basket. I go every year and I look for people who are doing wonderful things in the Niles community and then I surprise them. Last year was a gentleman who has cleaned all the flower beds downtown. Oh, okay. That's important. Nobody recognizes his hard work, but I want to. I want to say somebody who's kind of under the radar just being kind. That's why we call it the kindness basket. Right, and they're making a difference, and you don't know that they're making a difference because they're not out there just saying, hey, I cleaned these flower beds. So that's nice. That's awesome. Yes, it is. Okay, so do you plan on getting a brick and mortar? Yes, we are in the works to get a brick and mortar, and that should hopefully, if the supply chain works, should come to life next summer. Awesome. So tell me, how do you build a successful customer base? I know we were talking before the interview and you you were telling me how important it is to make that initial connection. It's talking to people. 
even if someone's not purchasing from you, I still talk to them. I engage them. If someone tells me they make their own jam, I say, well, what's your favorite item? Have you ever tried this or that? It's really recognizing that every person just wants to say hi. So I talk to a lot of people, whether or not they're buying jam. I talk to other business owners. And like I said, I give back to my community. We've seen a lot of people follow our business because they recognize that we do wonderful things from our community. Which is great and awesome. I want to thank you for that. As an entrepreneur, how do you market your business? Facebook, Facebook, and Instagram, and word of mouth. If you make a really good product, all you need is one person who likes it to tell 10 people. Then one of those 10 people will buy from you and ten, tell 10 more people. And before you know it, everyone's talking about your products. So there are people who have enjoyed Sticky Spoons, received Sticky Spoons, go to Apothecary Teas and try it, and they don't know I am Sticky Spoons. And then they meet me at a market and realize, I already know her. So put yourself out there. Be willing to put yourself out there for your business. Thanks for sharing that. Now, I know you work a full-time job. You're doing Sticky Spoons part-time, hopefully to be full-time. Now, as an entrepreneur or just as a busy person, how has that affected your family life? Oh, my family life is great. I make time for my kids. My kids are my priority. Being home is a priority for me. I have involved my entire family in my business. Even my mother-in-law can be found manning a table for me. That's how much we continue to support each other. The business will never overshadow my family life. There is a good balance for me. Balance. It's, yes. It's stopping while I'm making jam to make sure we have dinner. My kids get read to every night you know there's nice. always time for hugs exit most definitely yes. yes and they love the hugs yes they do now with that being said also let's talk about self-care so you're a wife a mother you work you work full-time and part-time you're doing competitions and you do much much more you're doing stuff in your community how do you take time out for you i make sure i get at least 20 minutes every morning where i run on my treadmill <laughs> Okay. <laughs> That's the key. Or just before bed, I read something. Maybe it's a page before I fall asleep, but read something I truly enjoy. No need to read the news or something that's sad. Find a book that I enjoy and try to get a page or two in. But that early morning waking up and getting my 20-minute workout in has kept me mostly sane. Okay, very good. And of course, you've, you've been trained to get up early and do that just by being in the Navy. Yes. So it's still inbred in you. Yes. Getting up early is key to having a good day. Okay. Now tell me, what drives you to keep going when it gets really tough? I think my customers, they've been really, really supportive. We've had really, really supportive customers. So let's say in 2020, when everything was just bonkers, the supply chain was suffering we had customers who brought us lids and rings, things that were in short supply. Oh, okay. We had customers who bought jars and just dropped it off at our table and say, here, we want you to keep making. That is the reason why our business is successful. That's why we continue doing what we do. And just knowing that I can make one person smile in a day makes everything else worthwhile. Most definitely. I like that. Yes. So what's non-negotiable for you? Time away from my family is not. For me, it's very, very important that I separate my business from my family life because money is not everything. 
So I make time to make dinner every day. I make time to read every day. I make time for hugs. I make time to sit down and hear about my children's day. And that is not negotiable. I totally agree with you. Now, on another note, you've been doing some Shark Tank-like experiences. Let's talk about that. Oh, I love pitch competitions. They're a great way to talk about your business to people who've never heard about it. They're a great way to get some sort of funding for your business, but also marketing for your business. So I think last year I did six or seven of them. This year I've already done one. I took second place at the Michigan Women Forward statewide food competition that was held during Women's History Month. And that was pretty amazing because I got to meet other entrepreneurs who were like me, just trying to get word out about their business. So you may think you're shy. You may think that you cannot present. You actually get coaches through these programs. Get out there, talk about your business. Whether you win or you place or you just get a new experience or you meet a new person, why not? That's all key right there, right? Yes, Building relationships, networking, learning something from your coaches. That's awesome. So tell me, who has been your greatest inspiration? Who? That one's hard. <laughs> I would say my greatest inspiration has always been my mom. Okay. Um, you know, my mom was one of, what, 12 kids, and she always said, education is key. You have to go to school. You have to do the best that you can and just be a kind person. So I took that, and I always try to spread kindness, and I pass it on to my kids and say the best thing you can be is kind. So kindness matters. Kindness matters. Exactly. Now, if you were to write a book about yourself, how would you name it and why? The life of the crazy jam lady, because it can detail some of the insanity, some of the uniqueness, some of the fun that goes into creating some of the flavors that make people utter really, really bad curse words when they sample it. Ah, okay. So I don't think I asked you. So why, how did you get the name The Crazy Jam Lady? Um, there was a little girl. I shouldn't call her little anymore. She's not a teenager. There was a little girl who sampled, I think that day she sampled about six flavors off my table. And the next time she saw me, she goes, hello, Crazy Jam Lady. And I said, hey, girl, how are you? You want to sample more? And she goes, yes. And it kind of stuck. And um, I think the craziest experience I've had with being called the crazy jam lady was pumping gas at Costco. I'm on the outside lane when from about five lanes down I heard somebody scream, hey crazy jam lady and I knew they were talking to me so I put up my hand and I waved but I didn't see the person and she came around the corner and I realized she was one of my favorite customers. <laughs> she had just seen me mm -hmm. and so now I have shirts that say crazy jam lady on the back so the people who know me recognize it. Nice, that's awesome. Okay. And shout out to the young lady who coined the theme, Crazy Jam Lady. Yes. Yes. So for entrepreneurs, what would you say are the top three skills needed to be successful? Time management is definitely one because you're going to be pulled in a million directions. So you need to be able to say yes, no, and maybe a lot of times. Being grounded, recognizing that success could be fleeting which is also part of being humble. So just be grateful for what you have. And the one that I hold most 
that I believe is the best thing for an entrepreneur to do is to um is to give back. Not everything is about making money. You have to find in yourself a reason to give back. Find something in your community that you can champion. For me, it's food. I make food. Mm-hmm. Food is the heart of every place. So why not give back? Exactly. Now, what entrepreneurial tricks have you discovered to keep you focused and productive in your day-to-day busy schedule? Delegate, delegate, delegate. (laughs) You have to delegate. So I started using QuickBooks and I realized I don't know QuickBooks. So I asked somebody I know to help me with it. I'm like, I can't do it. And she tried to show me for about 30 minutes. And I said, no, this ain't going to work. So I, um, I delegated that out. I can't wash every fruit in the world that I want to use. So I have people come and do that for me. But you have to be able to delegate and trust that the people you're delegating to know what they're doing and they're there to help you, not ruin you. And that's key. Yes, trust is key. Yes, indeed. So tell me, what is next for the Crazy Jam Lady and Sticky Spoons? Well, next is a bunch of craft shows and festivals starting this weekend. We'll be out there. If you go to our Facebook page or our website, we'll be out there from now until I think the first week in December. But the biggest thing we're working on is the building of a licensed kitchen and storefront so you can have a one-stop shop for sticky spoons. Nice. I can't wait. I'll be there to get more jams. Yes. <laughs> yes. Now, if you had one piece of advice for someone just starting out, what would it be? Believe in yourself. You're going to get a lot of people who tell you, don't do it. It's hard. You will fail. You, you name every negative that can be said to you about starting a business. If you truly believe in your hearts of heart that this business is possible, you have to believe in yourself. Then find people who believe in you to help you support that choice. Yes, you will get a lot of negativity, whether you're successful or not, but you got to tune out the bad noise and listen to the good. So find people who love and support you and believe in yourself. I like that. Tune out the bad noise and believe in yourself. So I ask all of my guests, what is your definition of a boss? A boss is someone who knows who they are, but at the same time are willing to learn. You have to be willing to say, I don't know. So ask questions. Asking questions is a sign of intelligence. You don't always have every answer. So be a boss, know your stuff, but at the same time, be willing to learn. I like that. Most definitely true. So how can someone contact you? Uh, We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram at Sticky Spoons Jam on Instagram. Sticky Spoons Jam LLC on Facebook. Our website is stickyspoonsjam.com, of course. On our website, on our Facebook page, click on our events page, click on our calendar. You'll see where we're going to be from now until December. And we add more dates as those festivals and events open up. And you heard it from IA, the crazy jam lady. If you want to check out her jam, go to her Facebook page or her website, check out the events, see where she's going to be stop by look at all the variety and flavors of jam she has and support her and enjoy some great jam as well any last remarks what's your favorite jam Marcy? i like the blueberry lavender i like the is it the peach mango you have one that has ginger in it so i have pear ginger lime <laughs> yes so i have a couple that that you know and i'll be back for more there we go so, yes most definitely 
Can't wait till you get your uh, kitchen up going and we can actually come in and just... You can watch production and you can make purchases. Exactly. Yes. See, a day in the life of the Sticky Jam Lady. Yes. That's another segment. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if you want more information on Women Who Boss Up, you can email me at womenwhobossup at gmail.com or you can like me on Facebook at Women Who Boss Up. I, yay, I want to thank you for coming in and sharing your journey with us. Thank you, Marcy. You're welcome. It's Women Who Boss Up. Until next time, take care. Hello, this is Aye from Sticky Spoons Jam. We create unique flavors that are versatile. You can use some of our jams to make drinks, bake cookies, grilled chicken, pork chops, even make steak. You can find us online at stickyspoonsjam.com at your local farmer's market.